Welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. I spilled beer everywhere. And my name's John. And together we're Henry and John coming at you with our weird facial hair in these crazy times to discuss the nothing that is happening in the world. Yes, the world is effectively on pause. Though I wish keep in mind it is a Dark Souls kind of pause where even though you've paused, you can still die. Yes, even though you brought up the menu to switch to that cool new sword you just picked up, a skeleton is right behind you waiting to hit you with his wheel. That is uh, frighteningly accurate. Yeah, there's uh, not a lot going on today, even though uh, the world of uh, poor facial hair is greatly changed. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is the worst my face has looked in as many days as I've been alive. For uh, for what it's worth, before the most recent change for myself, I had been uh, sequestered away for maybe two weeks, something like that. And before that, the uh, hair on my neck had grown out a little bit just because I was stressed out and I wasn't shaving. Uh, so at some point, it had all gotten so bad that I took it all off, except... For a hideous little mustache. A mustache, a mustache, a mustache, a mustache that you've kept. Yes, I I mean, I'm not going to shave it off. I'm just going to wait for the rest of the beard to catch up. I gotcha. So in the meantime, you look like a doctor, ner- a, a doctor Robotnik. Yes, I uh, saw all the uh, thirsty tweets people were making about Dr. Robotnik. And I'm like, this is clearly a winning look and I need to get on that train. Yes, all of those Daddy Robotnik posts on Twitter. I guess they would call those tweets. I don't care what you say, Robotnik. He's a zaddy. What's the Z stand for? It's like a sassier daddy. Oh, okay. Not to be confused Um, with a saucy daddy. It's really weird uh, trying to form words with my mouth. Because I sit most of the days in silence, John. And... uh, I'm just noticing that I can't say words correctly anymore. It's uh, it's an interesting time to uh, for a lot of people to examine our relationship with like how we talk to other people, or I guess how we don't talk to other people. Because I'm brimming over. I'm I'm running over with my desire to have conversations with people that just aren't happening. Uh, and I, I feel like a lot of people are the same way. But when conversations do happen, boy, I'm not articulate. Yeah, it, it's very interesting. Um, a little insight into my day. So I try to check in with my wife like once every other hour or so just to make sure that she's doing all right. Hold on. Can and, I get uh, a quick wife check? Wife check. Hashtag wife check. Um, so I talked to her, but even like entering her office and like, you know, I don't want to disturb her. So I just kind of like linger by the door and was like, Hey, are you, you're doing good. And she's like, yeah, doing good. And then I go back to work, but I do have one daily meeting every day 
with my supervisor and like I so much want to have that like the opportunity to talk but it's sad because the only chance I get to talk it's all right uh Henry what did you work on today and it's like well I did a draft of the thing we talked about on Friday and now I'm going to continue on with that project that you and I discussed offline and that's all I say (laughs) Yeah, I uh, actually today I uh, I got a well, I was instructed to call out to someone at my work and we talked about a project and I was so happy to be able to talk to someone in the middle of the day. Uh, but before we get too far, I just want to ask you real quick and we cut, cut this out of this out of the podcast if you want. But do you think we can get a quick wife check? What you mean right now? Yeah, live wife. Oh, check. she's oh, she's in the middle of a meeting. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. I, I I can't I can't I can't check on her right now. Maybe in like an hour or so we could get a wife check, but right now she's in the middle of a meeting. Okay, I get it. Uh meeting at almost eight PM. Wow. Uh, uh, it's it's for uh not to reveal a little too much about our life, uh, but it's for our church. Oh, I see. It's a meeting with the uh the The Lord. The All Father. <laughs> Him uh, too. I understand. Maybe next week we'll uh, try to get an impromptu wife check in there. Hashtag wife check. Hashtag wife check. Social media terms are hard to say out loud. They certainly are. Now, one thing that I have noticed, speaking of uh, the ways that we interact with people, and are we checking in on what we're drinking? Because you boys just smashing some water. Oh, I'm. I am drinking. Uh, so. This your boy over here actually w- risked his life to go to a grocery store this past weekend. Sorry, the uh, the thing I'm drinking is fighting back. Um, so I am drinking a vanilla porter by Breckingridge, Breckingridge Brewery from Colorado. It is astonishingly, astonishingly still on shelves uh, when like we couldn't even get like dish washer detergent thankfully we we can rely on people to buy the unnecessary items such as a dishwasher detergent but we can rely on our staples such as our beers and our alcohols it's really weird what is still in stock and what isn't but i guess that's neither here nor there i would like to give you just a a quick tip and we might talk about this a little bit more Uh, but i've really fallen in love with a, a certain uh, chain of grocery stores that I can tell you about offline because I'm weirdly nervous. No one is going to listen in the city that I live in to this and then suddenly they'll start going to this place, I guess. John, we don't really have that kind of pull. Well, I've recently fallen in love with Trader Joe's uh, and I have fallen in love with Trader Joe's because most people, for the most part, are being turned away because their lines are very, very long. Uh, yeah. I was in line for this particular supermarket for about 35 minutes. Maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, this past weekend, my bad, I shouldn't have gone on a Sunday. But they're always fully stocked with pretty much everything other than toilet paper. And it's great. I mean, yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, cause you know, the missus and I, the missus, is that what people call their wives? Wife check. Oh my God. Grammar check. Um, <laughs> my wife and I, 
So, yeah, we, we keep going to HEB just because they're doing a great job protecting their employees and stuff, even though there's some shady business going on a little bit. Uh, but uh, we I read about how they were starting to prepare for this in January. And so they're, I thought they would be really, really prepared. It turns out, well, HEB is just where everybody goes. So they're always out of stuff. Yeah, HEB, I feel like it's... Uh... It's a beacon in the night for Texans. So if shit goes down, everyone's going to go to your HEB. They're not going to think to go to your Randalls or your Trader Joes's. Yeah, I've, Randalls, I we, I don't like going to just because they're like, I don't know. It feels snooty to look at the price and be like, well, our members get to take an extra $2 off. But you, you filthy peasant, you pay full price. Well, I, I don't shop at a Randall's because I'm not near any of them. However, uh, I, I think that Trader Joe's is the move. They have so much alcohol, so much very cheap wine. It's And also, when I was in line at Trader Joe's, uh, every time I've been in line there, they have different forms of entertainment for the line. And uh, this one was two guys with guitars who were strategically standing six feet, six feet apart with little thing on the ground showing that they were six feet apart and they were uh, singing songs such as a cover of the Beatles. I want to hold your hand, but the lyrics were replaced with please sanitize your hands, uh, which was pretty fun. That's pretty fun. You know, it's good that the arts are getting a little tiny bump through Trader Joe's line experience. Uh, Yes. But bringing up the Trader Joe's thing, like I said, their lines get pretty long in Austin. We're being pretty serious about the social distancing thing. Uh, in this particular grocery store, I'm sure HEB is the same way. If there is a line, there are like X's or chalk where it's like six feet apart. Yeah, we there there are like printouts of footprints spaced six feet apart if you're lined up to get into the store at HEB. And then once you're inside, it's uh, you do whatever you cough in people's eyes, whatever you need to do, because uh, they're not enforcing that really inside the store at all, at least in my experience. But yeah, I've heard that Walmart, some Walmarts are becoming like a one way only aisles. Oh, no. So that <laughs> to try to enforce it a little bit. So there's not people going up and down aisles just oh. up or down. But I, I have not seen that anywhere. Go, I thought you meant you'd have to go on a track. So like if you miss something, <laughs> you couldn't go back to get it. It's like Ikea and that if you miss something, you have to walk a mile back to try to look at it. And then you decide you don't want it anyway. But then you're stuck in the loop. And then you're like, fuck, I'm back at Smallland. Yeah, fucking kids. Uh, however, one thing that I have noticed in Austin taking its, its social distancing pretty seriously and something that I was pretty significantly heartened by is I've started doing something uh, really uh, over the last few days where I won't get into the science of it because I don't understand it. Uh, But a number of people that I respect in like both the personal wellness and the fitness communities, they say that one of the best things you can do, not in a time of pandemic, but just in general is every time you eat or around every time you eat, you should take a 10 minute walk. Because that's super manageable, and if you eat, you were going to waste 10 minutes anyway, either sitting down or staring off into space. So it's a really easy commitment, and at the end of the day, you walk for 30 minutes. Uh, Improves digestion. If you do it outside, you get vitamin D, all this good stuff. 
I, I don't understand. So you're replacing all of your meals with walking? Yeah, whenever you feel hungry, just walk for 10 minutes. And uh, after just, a few days, just, you, should, you should probably feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah, just walk it off. Yeah, walk off the hunger. Uh, but no, uh, after every meal or as soon as you get up, the way I've been doing it is the second my feet hit the ground, I start putting on my socks. I go for a 10-minute walk. The nice thing about where we live is we live right next to a little dirt walking trail that takes me exactly 10 minutes at a pretty brisk pace to get around. So I've been doing that. And one thing that I noticed today uh, when I completed my three walks is every time uh, on the third one, it was a little bit different. But every time there's a challenger to me and here we go. And by challenger to me, I don't mean that nice guy who is sitting by the creek thing smoking weed with his dog. That guy's cool. Uh, but by a challenger, I mean, in this age of social distancing, when, when you're out for a walk, you're not necessarily expected to wear a cloth mask. Uh, even if those do get made mandatory, it's just going to be in places with high concentrations of people. But when I was out walking early this morning, I saw someone else walking, similar pace, surprisingly similar outfit to me black tank top uh, and they were coming towards me the other way on the trail and this was my nightmare scenario henry uh, my worst fear is that when doing this walk i would see someone coming towards me and i would have to navigate the social difficulties of how do we socially distance from each other how do we how do we be respectful of each other? If I break off and like give you a super wide berth, are you going to be offended? Are you going to laugh at me? This is what my anxiety was telling me. And yeah, I can, I can completely relate. Um, I, I know you're in the middle of your story, but just to interject, I too have experienced this moment where you're walking towards somebody and it's, it's just like, what do you do? And the first time this happened, I I was like, okay, I'm going to stay on the path, and I don't know why I made this choice, but I'm like, I'm just going to stay on the path, and, and what happens, happens. I'm going to try to judge what the new normal is to see if even outside, in normal conditions, we're still just going to like walk by each other. Uh, I, I want to see what normal is. I don't want to seem crazy. I don't want to be the monkey with the sweater. But as I was on the path, I saw that the person who was coming towards me broke and gave me a roughly three foot berth. And then I broke and gave her a three foot berth. So we were six feet apart. We both looked at each other, curtly smiled and continued on our way. That's great. That's a way better experience to have had. And it, it was, I thought it was going to be awkward or weird because my only other experience with someone caring about social distancing was a few days ago. I, Went to a 7-Eleven to get an awful energy drink for me to drink in the car because I was tired and I was running a bunch of errands. And a guy saw me coming down the aisle before I saw him and he went up and he like tried to escape the aisle to the side, <laughs> but like kind of hit a rack. And then he like turned around and went the other way and like retreated from me. Uh, get away from me. <laughs> get away from <laughs> Monster. Yeah, get it, away. It felt very strange, and for a man who recently developed a mustache, it was not the reaction I was <laughs> being seen. Get away from me, you mustache! And the this first challenger, I'll call her Rebecca, uh, even though oh, I'll okay. never refer to this person by their name again, 
Uh, but when I and Rebecca gave each other that like very nice, generous birth, smiled and continued on our way, I was like, okay, this is the normal. And every other person, and there were multiple people on the, the trail that morning, no one needed to be told that this is what's normal and happening. It took me exactly one person for me to realize that everyone's on the same page. We all did the same thing. Sometimes the berths were uh, wider. There were quite a few people, especially runners, who would get like 10 feet away from me and I'd get about 5 to 10 feet away from them. And it was just achingly normal after about one minute. Well, that is completely the opposite sort of reaction that people in my neighborhood are doing. Oh, no. Because uh, uh, yesterday evening, the wife and I <laughs> decided to go take wife a walk. Chat. just because... I know. I, I We do everything together now. You don't get it. There's no separation. It, it's, it's, it's weird. Together 24-7 because we both are isolating. It's fine. Um, it sounds like there's a problem. I'm really just doing that for comedy. But we decided to take a walk yesterday afternoon and uh, it, a lot of people were out and we got to that pivotal moment of, oh no, what do we do? And so we decided to give sort of the birth uh, off, you know, just step a little bit off of the sidewalk and they decided to just keep going where they were going and not acknowledge us whatsoever. Okay, that's not the right way to do it. <laughs> um, so after that exchange, I started saying hello to people, like looking at them as I'm like taking a step away from them. And it didn't really matter. Some people said hello back, but the majority of people just kept on the sidewalk and kept walking without adjusting what they were doing at all. That's. I wonder if uh, if it's maybe a population problem because this was on like a a dirt track where most of the people out there were either like walking or runners or people who were exercising who might not be averse to getting their shoes dirty or or deviating from their path. Maybe if I was around more uh, normies, uh, they, <laughs> everyone who was resistant. out, John, John, everyone who was out was walking for exercise, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, I guess they weren't walking to get groceries. <laughs> No, no. Um, and we actually had a bit of a, a scary moment because so we walked down the street to the under construction gas station and back. And as we're nearing the uh, the car exit of our apartment, because there's a car exit where no matter what you do, you can't open it from the other side. So you, you can, it's not a people entrance. But as we we're approaching that, we saw like a clump of people. Oh, just no. like way too many people together on the walking path. And uh, I was I was like, okay, do, I actually said like, uh, do you want to cross the street just to avoid these people? And we noticed a silver Jeep was going to the car exit. And so we, we no lie, we, we got up to a brisk jog to get to the car exit so that as the car was exiting, we could dip in. So we didn't have to cross this clump of people. And as we kind of like jogged toward them and passed, we noticed they weren't together. There was three groups of two that just oh, happened no. to be next to each other on the walking path. Not None of them six feet apart. And it's like, if you're not even together, why are you so close to each other? 
I uh, I ran into a similar. Well, I ran into a situation where the people involved were at a crossroads, obviously, when I was taking my walks today, which is some people would be walking or running and end up behind me, and then they would run, give me a six-foot berth, and get in front of me, uh, and then continue on their merry way. And I would do the same thing to other people. Uh, if I ended up too close behind someone, I'd, I'd just pick up the pace, give them a wide berth, and, and get ahead of them. Uh, and it sounds like whatever's in the water where you are is not good. Yeah, I don't know if this is like people who are like, I just, I just want to feel close to somebody. I just, or want, something. To feel their, I just want to feel their wet coughs in my mouth. Yeah. I just want to feel the warmth of the virus in someone else, you know, just to make me, you know, feel connected to them. I don't know what it was, but like after that interaction, I was like, well, maybe. Well, actually, I had no thoughts. I was like, that was wrong and stupid. Let's go home. I'm tired. Let's walk. It's the most exercise I've done in a long time. I'm proud of you for not making a choice that I would have made, which is if I was walking on that path and Rebecca, see, I actually did mention her again, and Rebecca had not given me a wide berth, I'd say, oh, this is the normal. And then I would probably continue to not socially distance when I'm walking or running. So what I think we need to do right now is just give a quick shout out to Rebecca for setting up that that standard for you, and I, I feel like more people could could be like Rebecca and, and set that example, set that standard for other people, so that you don't get a clump of six unrelated. Okay, well, two, three groups of two unrelated people clumped together on the sidewalk. Nobody slowing down or walking faster to get away from each other. I, I almost think that, so this was pretty early when I was do, doing this, and uh, and Rebecca looked pretty determined, and I'm not going to say that Rebecca's patient zero for this, but there might be some uh, mimetic Rebecca behavior where it was early enough on the trail where Rebecca, or some sort of pre-Rebecca that I can't even imagine, uh, gave someone a wide berth, and it was a learned behavior for them. And because everyone's out and walking, you can assume that whoever Rebecca gave that behavior to was out longer than Rebecca. At least one person would have been. I might have been. Then they did the same behavior. It got caught by the other person and it spread almost like a Rebecca virus. (laughs) I was going to compare it to vampires. And so if we kill the head Rebecca, they'll all die. Yes, if we kill Rebecca, no one will socially distance. We must (laughs) protect Rebecca at all costs. Save Rebecca, save the world. (laughs) We gotta... What what are vampire hunters weak to? Bullets? I think so, yes. (laughs) Uh, Not even silver ones. Yeah, yeah, just normal bullets. We gotta get a bunch of normal bullets so we can protect the, the head Rebecca so that she can keep spreading her her message of social distancing. I will say, though, uh, number one, I've got two thoughts. Number one, uh, do as Rebecca does. It is irresponsible not to socially distance yourself when you have the opportunity to, which we pretty much all do in most circumstances. And it takes almost no more effort than otherwise. It might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable once, but that's about it. Uh, And also, I highly recommend that people... If not doing my weird 10-minute walk after every time you eat thing, I recommend that people do at least one thing every day that they can check off a list as far as their body is concerned. Uh, Because as far as your brain, 
I think that that's for the most part a lost cause. Our our brains are being chased by saber toothed tigers. They're out in the woods. Our brains have a lot going on, and we can't always rely on them to be. We can't rely on our brains to provide for us all the time, given what's going on. But it's really easy to do something with your body. And even if it's super simple, just every day be like, hey, I want to do this with my body. Even if it's sit in a challenging way, check it off, you're done. So does it count if I drag my lifeless corpse from the bed to my workstation to start the work day? Is that that something I do with my body? If that's uh, all you have capacity for, yes. Okay, well, check mark. And uh, the other two things I was going to say that aren't uh, that aren't two things related to positive goals and ways you can move your body. Uh, number one, I one thing in my head that I thought of is if I go around this person and they laugh at me, then I'm going to be humiliated and never go outside again. Uh, But now after the Rebecca contagion, and I know that this is the normal and everyone can do it, if I gave someone a wide berth and they laughed at me, I might risk the coronavirus to kill that person. (laughs) Like, (laughs) well, don't don't do that. Body fluids is how it how it uh, transfers. Don't it'll be a dry kill. (laughs) Oh, no, a dry kill. But uh, when I, after enough times, when I when I saw people doing this, I, I kept replaying and catastrophizing the person laughing at me in my head. Like, the in my mind, that's uh, absolutely going to happen. Uh, but I kept replaying, like, what would I do if that happened? I'm like, I might hit someone. Because at this <laughs> point, it would make me so mad for someone. It would make me mad if they disregard the social distancing. Like, your story made me upset. Uh, but if they disregarded and uh, mocked people trying to keep other people safe, I would be so apoplectic at that point. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, no, I, I feel like uh, in these dangerous times, um, you know, I'm not saying that the mayor or a governor should give out the license to kill to just civilians. But if they were to do that, I feel like that would be it would be that exact scenario where like if you try to social distance and you, they laugh at you, you for the next 30 minutes or however long it takes, you have an activated right to kill to remove them, remove the threat. Yes. Uh, you what? How did John Cena say that we killed Osama bin Laden? Uh, you have the right to uh, neutralize them to a permanent end. In a dry, yeah, manner. yeah. You can do and a, a dr- you can do a dry neutralization. <laughs> now let's go over the methods of dry killing. <laughs> yes, Number I don't know any suffocation. No breathing. Uh, don't give a fuck about social distancing. Oh wow, uh, that's like yes. the opposite of counterculture. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, that's a classic dry kill technique. Uh, the other ones are um, dehydration. Oh, that that is like the driest way to kill someone. Yeah, it's tough though because it takes the longest. But the results, wow, a little bit of sea salt, a little bit of soy sauce. <laughs> that's why. That's why the mayor or governor says thirty minutes to, or however long it takes. Yeah, if if you're really committed, you can put some nice flaky sea salt to kill them with dehydration, oh, no. like a uh, slug. 
Yeah. And then you can uh, put them in a plastic bag after they're dehydrated, let them soften up a little bit. Then you got uh, some trail jerky. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, gross. Bad. To come by in these times. Uh, the other the 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 other violent thought I had is that uh, you know those people who wear shirts that say threatening things on them and typically they have like big black and white bulldogs on them. I think the brand of shirt is Big Dogs. I've never seen never seen a shirt like that, but uh, I, I'm sure they exist. I think it would be very interesting to see a a cover. I mean, it's covered in tribal designs, obviously. Uh, just like black and white and, and kind of 3D and way too big. But a shirt that on the front says, uh, give me six feet or I'll give you six feet in the ground. <laughs> That's pretty great. I, I badly want to become a social distancing redneck. Okay, here's one that says fishing at the crack of dawn. And it shows an old man seated facing away from you. And uh, his crack is showing... Classic big dogs. If you can't cook with the big dogs, stay out the kitchen. That one seems fine. I think we should all get big dog shirts. Uh, beat it, Dad. No one wants to see you vacuuming in the background of my Twitch stream. What? That's a big dogs. <laughs> okay, okay. Now... Uh, Maybe they're adapting to a younger audience. I don't know. That's. I wonder what uh, Twitch streamer is buying that big dog shirt. Uh, ninja. Oh yeah, ninja. Of course, it's ninja. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ninja. I, anyway, that's all the big dog shirts. I, could find. I don't know if it's a big dog shirt, but I have seen a lot of people wearing a shirt that says "Let the big dog eat," and I just have to say. Uh, if that's like a slogan for a sports team, whatever. If that's like a social justice campaign and there's some well-known big dog out there that people are not letting eat, let me be the first to say, let the big dog eat. I don't think you're the first to say that, John. I just want the big dog to eat. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but if they already have a, like a catchphrase and they already have merchandise, I just, I don't feel like you were the first to say that. <laughs> Look, I just want to say hope. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be the first to say Coney twenty twelve. Uh, okay, well these are these are. <laughs> I want to be the first to say save the whales. These are well treaded political <laughs> movements. One was even like a campaign slogan for Obama. Do uh, you wasn't... think? Do you think the big dog is like Sif from Dark Souls? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, Sif's. <laughs> It's just it's, a it's, massive wolf that people are not letting eat. It's Artorius's uh, companion in battle, Sif, the uh, the sword wielding dog, who for some reason somehow people are not letting eat, even though it has a giant sword <laughs> in its mouth. Somehow they're keeping him, from, which explains why when you fight Artorius, he has that shirt that says "Let the big dog eat." He's trying to get his dog to eat. That's. I mean, simple, simple answers. Occam's razor. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like Miyazaki really hit the nail out of the park with that one. Yeah, it's really strange and spirited away when the main character has a shirt. Not that Miyazaki, the other Miyazaki. (laughs) Oh, not Hayao Miyazaki? No, the director of Dark Souls Miyazaki. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I was wondering why you're saying that, but I was going with it.
I, I got you. But yeah, the director of Dark Souls, I believe his name is Miyazaki. Yeah. I don't remember the other name. You just said it, didn't you? I talked over you. I think it was, I think it's Hideki. Hideki sounds familiar, but I do not know for sure. I'm going to do a quick. All right. I'm going to try to find more big dog shirts. (laughs) Please do. Uh, Big dog shirts. Let's go to the official website. Hidetaki? What? Uh, Hidetaka. Hidetaka. Hidetaki? Japanese. Don't like my attitude? Take a number. Oh, great. Have you ever seen, there's like these algorithmically created shirts you can buy that scrape the internet for your data and they're like, yeah, I'm a Capricorn who was born in December who loves to fish and if you don't like welders, don't eat. (laughs) That sounds amazing. I think maybe you have talked about it before, but uh, I'm having a great day. Don't screw it up. Are you kidding me? That's literally just what the shirt says. That's just what the sh- yeah. This is what the shirt says. These are like people. I never with argue, attitude, but nothing to back it up. <laughs> yeah, I never argue. I just explain why I'm right. Oh, great! This is like a, it's like there's a big picture. There's a picture of a big dog, and it's like I like watching TV shows, but not the ones that make me sad. <laughs> Works well with others when they leave me the bleep alone. Oh, boom. And, and like, it's a censored curse. Like, it's not, I, I I didn't do the edit. Like, the shirt is edited. Of course. I don't think big dogs would actually have enough attitude to include a curse word. You can't fix stupid. Not even with duct tape. Oh, my God. It's so good. They've made the perfect shirts. I'm retired, but I work full time as a pain in the bleep. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love big dog. There was one that says I love a good pole dance, but it's a it's a big dog reeling in a big fish with a fishing uh, pole. Great, man. I thought it meant one thing, but it meant fishing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I hate that company. <laughs> So it seems like big dog shirts are specifically marketed towards uh, men who don't like things. <laughs> um, there's, there, I think I've talked about this before, but I'll bring it up again. There's a great deep dive into what is known as boomer humor on Reddit at r slash boomer humor, uh-huh. where all of the jokes are just like, wife is bad. Women are bad bad i hate things (laughs) technology is bad but like all like it that's just like the captions but like the jokes are just so awful and the art is so bad and these big dog shirts just exemplify that in a form you can wear now are you a are you a fan of cropped boomer memes oh is that where you take the joke out of them uh, basically, cropped boomer memes are where they take, obviously, boomer memes, uh, and then they remove some some panel to it. Let me see if I can find one for you. <laughs> I found a cowboy. <laughs> it's a picture of a cowboy, and it just says, I'm just really sad. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. One is uh, just a picture of Greta Thunberg, and it says 80 degrees. This is a picture of obviously a coal miner. And at the top, it just says, I have never bought anything with money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what does he use? One of them is a picture of a minion. And it says, go to Walmart and scream. Oh, my. This is a picture of Clint Eastwood in a cowboy hat. <laughs> and the text just says, I'd wipe my ass. <laughs> that one's my favorite. That one is very much. <laughs> the, okay. This is a new deep dive for me to go in when I can't sleep at 3 a.m. Yeah, uh, crop boomer memes. <laughs> Did you uh, find one? <laughs> one is just a picture of a lion, and it says, uh, United and piss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I found one. I didn't know you could crop it in more than one way. But I found one. I found one. It's just Donald Trump's face making a weird grimace, and it just says, "Always piss." <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> one of them is a picture of an Olympic wrestler, and just says, "You can't spell wrestling." <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I recommend. This uh, is. I recommend everyone check out Cropped Boomer Memes. So many of these are just Clint Eastwood at various stages of his life. Uh, he's really the, the most perfect one. Well. Now, I don't know what uh, you have to talk about. Well, I've got uh, I've got two stories, John. One, mm. one story is uh, of a particular good nature, uh, sort of a pick-me-up. And the other one is what I would like to call a tale of the weird. Oh, the wait, new segment, tale of the weird. A tale of the weird. Finally, Finally we've got a thing. It just took like 200 <laughs> episodes. So my question to you, John, is which would you rather hear? A somewhat uplifting kind of good news, good nature story, or a tale of the weird. You know, I'm going to have to go with the nice, uplifting... Fuck no, Tale of the Weird, come on. Tale, all right, one tale of the weird coming right up. John, are you familiar with a tiny state some might have heard of called Louisiana? Ooh, I thought you were going to say Connecticut, but yes. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Louisiana might be, I don't know, the second most impacted state of the coronavirus uh, of the entire United States, thanks to a little holiday some might refer to as Mardi Gras. Mm, it's almost like they didn't cancel it, even though everyone told them to. Yeah, real heads call it Mardi Gras, but that's neither here nor there. But yes, they've had a uh, particularly bad impact from the coronavirus, and uh, this is just a little news story that is coming out in recent days. I'll just read the headline, and then we'll take it from there. Louisiana police apologize for using the purge siren to signal coronavirus curfew. I'm sorry, what? I'll read it again. Louisiana Uh police apologize for using the purge siren to signal coronavirus curfew. I'm 
Not sure that reading that again made parts of it clearer to me. Uh, Crowley Police Chief Jimmy Broussard said he had no idea the siren was from the Universal Horror Thriller and vowed not to use the siren again. Is there a specific siren from The Purge? Apparently there is. I, I, I've never seen one of these movies, but... They somehow found the the sound file or downloaded the sound file for the for the purge siren and and used it at nine pm local time to signal that the curfew was in effect. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, actually, it, it looks like they're. It's crazy to me. Number one, that it seems like the the way they're signaling this is not with a siren, which, in case y'all didn't know, is a mechanical noise making device. Uh, they seem to just be playing a downloaded file through a speaker. Yeah, uh, but uh, there there is an update on this that says uh, Louisiana police apologize again after replacing heard siren with a uh, heavy metal cover of the funeral dirge. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so it really seems like they're they're kind of messing up. Oh, Louisiana police apologize <laughs> again after replacing heavy metal cover of the funeral dirge uh with that one time Johnny Cash sighed at the start of a song played over and over again. <laughs> What's really great is the official, you know, the the official, like, we sent our best PR person out press release by the police. And uh, this is what they said. Last night, a purge siren was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'll start over. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Last night, a purge siren... <laughs> Last night, a purge siren was utilized by the Crowley Police Department as part of their starting curfew. The statement said, We have received numerous complaints with the belief that our agency was involved in the process. We are not involved in the use of the purge siren (laughs) and will not utilize any type of siren for this purpose. Calls regarding this matter should be directed to the Crowley Police and Chief Broussard and not the Acadia Paris Sheriff's Office. So that was one Sheriff's Office saying yes. that we had nothing to do with it. But they used the phrase purge siren, not once, but twice. So my concern is that let, let me go a little bit conspiracy theory on you. My concern is not that they downloaded a version of the siren from the purge, but however... Uh, the siren used in the movie The Purge is actually based on a conceptual siren that law enforcement agencies would use in the event of a purge. And they are saying, no, we did not accidentally use our purge siren. That has not been used yet. You see, uh, the laws in Louisiana are a little different because they're on something called the Napoleonic Code based off yeah. of French French law. As opposed to our English Commonwealth Code used uh, across all the other states. Mm -hmm. And according to the Napoleonic Code, there's one day, one night a year, where for 12 hours, all laws are legal. (laughs) All laws are gone, and you can do whatever crime you want. Yes, in Napoleonic Napoleonic law, once a year, everyone... 
all crime is legal in your parish and you can murder everyone you want in your parish for one night. That differs from the rest of the country during which you can kill anyone during one night in your county. Yeah, yeah. Just in your uh, your parish, actually. Yes, in we your don't, we... parish. Only in your parish. The rest yeah. of the nation, it's in your county. But in Louisiana, yeah, yeah. it's in your parish. It's a big difference. And, and parishes were named such because for 12 hours, <laughs> once a year, you might just perish. Yes. <laughs> Which is <laughs> everywhere in Louisiana, you might perish. I love this. Uh, this whoever wrote this article, I, I love them for including this following sentence: "The first Purge film starred Ethan Hawke and launched a franchise that includes three follow-up movies and a series on USA Network." Incredible. In case you came to this article <laughs> unclear, not just about the Purge films, but their success yeah. over time. I feel like I should be allowed a few follow-up questions, like, who is Ethan Hawke? How is he doing? What are his thoughts on the purge siren being used in this parish in Louisiana? Yeah, uh, the people reading that, they were reading like, man, I remember the purge, but who was in it? Oh, right, Ethan Hawke. I wonder how those movies did. Oh, they had multiple sequels and a show in USA. I guess they're doing pretty well for themselves. Uh, yeah, I did. use that purge siren though. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize uh, there was a TV show. Look, the the good thing about any journalist is you anticipate questions that your readers are going to have, and you address them ahead of time. Now, what would be really, really messed up is uh, so if they, <laughs> if the Crowley police in downloading this this sound file to play through a megaphone or whatever, they didn't start it where it needed to start but they started with the statement like for the next 12 hours all crime <laughs> oh, no. is legal and then it went into the siren <laughs> it is it is literally just the audio from the trailer for the purge <laughs> and the end the intern in charge is like oh, no i told you to start at 14 seconds 14 seconds it's like picking your run-up music for an improv show yeah or a wrestling match I will tell you that uh, while we're talking about The Purge, uh, there's uh, something actively trying to get into the room of this house, which freaked me out. It's just the cat. Uh, oh, okay. I, I did hear you. She, like, she, leap, she gets up under the door and uh, will like pull on it. And it sounded like people were trying to straight up <laughs> purge me. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I, I did hear you step away from the mic a little bit, and I was wondering what was happening. Yeah, I wanted to investigate to see if I was being purged. That's just your cat trying to say hello. I'm glad you're not purged. Uh, now, one thing that I wanted to talk about, now that we've we've discussed the, the purge siren and the fate of Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Poor Ethan Hawke. And, uh, it's a shame he went. It's, it's a shame he was in Louisiana when the purge happened. It, it really was a shame. He should have. Uh, he should have realized that he was in. I was going to make a joke about a parish, but I can't remember any of them other than Plaquemine. Plaquemine's fine. There's, you know, St. Charles, St. James, St. John. Most of them saints. Those are the holy states. <laughs> the holy states where uh, you can still perish. Uh, you can still if perish. you perish there, you go to heaven. Yeah, but only if you're on a crusade. <laughs> only if you, that that is crucially important. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing that I want to... This cat! <laughs> can you hear this? I can hear the batting, yeah. 
Yeah, she's uh, she's very angry. That is uh, audible. Yes. Oh my god. If I let her in, she's not going to make it better on me. <laughs> if I let her in, she is going to scream. She is going to fight. I mean, do what needs to be done. Uh, Now, one thing that I did want to talk about is I know we try uh, to not talk about the thing that's going on in the world, the virus, uh, directly. Uh, But I did want to share a little bit of uh, of virus-specific news with you. Oh, no, you have it. Uh, No, I, I do not have it, but I do have answers. Can we still hear the cat? Is that still happening? Uh, we can, but it's adorable. <laughs> okay. It, it, oh, no. I don't know if this is good for podcasts. so angry. Let me see if I can let her in. She's hey, very com- very committed. Hello. Hello, Bean. Hello. Please be nice and don't make noise on the podcast, Bean. Can you just lay down? Everyone, this is Bean. This is Bean. She came in the room and now she's disappointed that things are not happening in the room like she wanted them to be. Oh no. This isn't what I wanted at all. Bean has FOMO. Uh, Mm. If there's anything going on in any room where she isn't included, she gets very mad. Yeah. I I mean, I feel that. Uh, But I'm just going to let her do her thing and see what she does. Uh, she seems to just kind of be nosing around. Anyway, uh, I do have some uh, virus-specific news, and I do have answers, which we have not had a lot of. Now, when you say answers, do you mean... What do you mean? Uh, by answers, I mean the big ones. I oh. Can, I can tell you now. This is breaking news. People have known this before, but it's just now going into the public conscious. I can tell you both the cause of and the solution to the coronavirus. You're telling me that you, John, from Zero Credits, knows both the cause and the solution to this here coronavirus, and you're giving it away for free? I am, but you have to keep in mind, we have to do a big thank you for your service to all the brave men and women out there who've been trying to tell us for so long. You have your Woody Harrelsons, your John Cusacks, your Gwyneth Paltrow's. I don't know if she actually said this or not. This Uh, list is not inspiring confidence. (laughs) But they've they've cracked the code. And do you want to know, firstly, what the cause of the coronavirus is? I mean, I feel like I'm afraid of what you're going to say. It's going to be so obvious that you're going to kick yourself for not figuring it out sooner. And the world as a whole is going to be very upset with themselves. Because once I read this, it's like two pieces of a puzzle clicked into place and everything made sense. All right, well... I don't want to drag this out for our fans any more than I already am. So why don't you go ahead and tell us in your infinite wisdom that you share with Woody Harrelson, was it John Cusack, John and Cusack. maybe maybe Gwyneth Paltrow, Paul, Paul, Palmander? I'll, I'll <laughs> take Gwyneth Paltrow's name off and say music producer Teddy Riley as well. 
oh, I don't know who that is. And so uh, why don't you just tell them, tell, tell, tell us, share your wisdom. So the cause of coronavirus is 5G. Are you fucking serious? Uh, I am very serious uh, that people seem to wholeheartedly believe that the invention of 5G has caused the coronavirus. Uh, a good friend of mine who is a, a current history uh, PhD candidate shared an image that uh, with me that he found on his campus. It is a laminated, no, it's like in a protective, it's like a piece of paper in one of those binder protective uh, sleeves. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read this if that's okay with you. Yes. There was never a COVID-19. Read this. Coronavirus is fake. It was a huge cover-up to allow deployment of 5G network towers, which are the real cause for the virus deaths. They are releasing extreme amounts of radiation to your body through your phone signal. The 5G will also give the government access to your information and location through an RFID chip in the vaccine said to immunize you. You will lose all rights to privacy, bank, and personal info. Don't take the vaccine. Our governments are lying to us. Please be aware. Pass the message. Research. We need to stop this. All of that's accurate based on my research. Now, that is surprising. It's surprising that a concerned citizen would type up that all-caps locked message, put it into a protective sleeve to honor social distancing, I guess, because I, I protective, I don't know, and uh, post it on a, on a university campus for all to read. Yeah, it, it, they're really out there trying to help. Now, there are people who are taking a more moderate approach. I understand that not everyone's going to be on the same page about, you know, 5G causing COVID-19, which, like I said, is obvious. Uh, but some people have to toe the line a little bit. Uh, you have uh, music producer Teddy Riley, who I mentioned earlier. He's taking a more moderate take, so if you don't want to be too aggressive about this, uh, just follow the wise words of a Teddy Riley uh, which as shared on his Instagram live and transcribed by Huffington Post. Uh, we're being bamboozled. We're being made to believe so many things that is not the truth. It's not for me to say. I feel like my brothers and sisters need to know. The corona, everybody knows by now what it really is. It's really about this new world order, and they're trying to put in with these G5 connections. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Now that's a that's a much more moderate approach. He's he's acknowledging the truth, but he's not being all fire and brimstone about, it, which I can appreciate. Yeah, so he, he's sort of softballing the news a little bit, but also not getting it correct. Uh, and also, you have uh, people like John Cusack, whose uh, tweet reads as follows: five space dash space capital G space will, with one L, be proven to be very, very bad for people's health. Space dash space. Hmm. Oddly, oddly, uh, oddly formatted, but I, I guess the information's still there. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think people are just telling us what we need to know in these difficult times. And I want to thank uh, Alex Schultz at GQ for uh, for bringing these tweets to my attention, though, sadly, not the existence of the conspiracy theory. I mean, the truth and the theory, uh, as I've known about it for some days. Okay. Uh, there are videos of people uh, supposedly destroying 5G towers. A lot of these are fake. Uh, but some, let me see where this was. At least 20 cell towers in the UK had been purposely damaged or destroyed over a four-day period for people who believe that they were carrying 5G signals that were giving people coronavirus. Uh, All of them were actually 3G and 4G service, which is hilarious. And all of this is tied pretty inexorably to uh, QAnon and the failed internet content uh aggregation algorithm that we all follow all of it's kind of a bummer but at least the 5g causes covid19 thing is pretty funny (laughs) i'm a little speechless but i mean i guess i have to say at least they're not as bad uh, question mark as the racist who are who are propagating you know the the horrible things about how this virus got started um question mark (laughs) i would say of two i would say of two lies uh the funnier lie (laughs) that doesn't implicate individuals is better yeah yeah that, that that's i guess when one of your options is racism and the other of your options is kind of a funny conspiracy theory i guess the better one would be the non-racist option (laughs) Yeah, I'll always go with the non-racist fun sci-fi. I just can't believe people like this. I, you know, I've never talked to one, which is why I can't believe they exist. But like, it's the same thing with like the flat earthers and and the anti-vaxxers. These people who just believe whatever popular little thing is said on the internet without any evidence. How could you, how do you land on 5G causing a virus? I mean, I think that maybe the uh, one idea that we could fall back on is these people are gullible and genuinely believe it. Uh, but we could also believe that some people choose to believe things just for the sake of believing them uh, because they're relatively amoral when it comes to the truth. So that's entirely possible. One thing that is fun, though, that I recommend everybody do, uh, it's a companion piece to a previous recommendation I have, which is if you're ever around friends or family, ask them if Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. The answers will be funny. Everyone will pretty much be in agreement. It'll be a lively, pretty fun conversation. Uh, If you're in your place of work and you have a Slack channel or a link channel or something, uh, I would recommend asking your close coworkers not asking, but propositioning, oh, it's crazy that people think 5G is causing coronavirus because the answers to that or the responses to it, if your work is anything like mine, might surprise and horrify you. Oh, no, that sounds amazing and also scary. Is it this something that you've experienced? Much more widespread than you'd think. <laughs> oh, no. My only Slack channel is with uh, like the six other people who are in the marketing department, and we're all under the age of forty. Ooh, so I, I, 
Um, it might be, I guess. I can't speak for all of them. Well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, no one actually uses the Slack channel. Oh, well, it's that weird. sucks. Yeah. Oh, so 5G created the fo- the fo- the fo- <laughs> phoronavirus, more like. Oh, yeah, phone-onavirus <laughs> is, is, yeah. I want to catch that, that phone off of my face virus. And you know why they call it coronavirus, right? I mean, you know that, right? You know why it's called that? Yeah, but why don't you let our listeners know? Oh, well, I just, I want you to know the real truth. The real truth, listeners. Fam, fams, here's the thing. Corona knew. The beer company, they uncovered the secret. And so... Constellation Brands was in on it. Yeah, So, to silence them, the government called this a coronavirus because they knew, the government knew, if if this was the Dasani virus, Dasani would tank. And so, they're trying to silence corona by destroying their company so that they don't have the clout they need to tell people about the truth of 5G. 5G is the cause. Corona knew. That's why it's called coronavirus. You heard it here first, folks. I'm Joe Rogan. Uh, 5G is the cause. Corona beer is the cure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They actually have the cure, but they can't actually make the cure right now. You know why? Mexico. Mexico said beer is not essential right now. Shut Shut down your factories, Corona. But you know who paid off? Mexico, 5G. 5G got into the Mexican president's office and told him, shut down those beer factories. They have the cure. And so they had to shut down. What I'm just spitting tr- I'm just saying the truth. I'm Joe Rogan. I'm I'm Joe Rogan too on this. I'd never listen to Joe Rogan. I, I don't know what a lot of people seem to like him, but he seems like I don't know. Is it is he a comedian? He used to be for sure. Was he? He was the Fear Factor guy. Yeah, he was the Fear Factor guy, and now he just takes a lot of HGH and lies to people. Okay, well, I hate him, but hey, he loves Bernie, so that's good. I don't know. Uh, he's. I don't want to get too political about Joe Rogan, uh, but he did say that he would rather vote for Trump than Biden. So I don't know how I feel about him. Yeah, I I mean, I know how I feel about Joe Rogan. Bad. Don't like him. Something about a chimpanzee or a baboon? I don't know. Something, someone can... Something about a gorilla. Maybe He's got a thing about gorillas? I don't know. Someone can have one good belief, but be a bad person that you shouldn't give credence to. Yeah, look at... What would be funny here? Bozo the Clown? There you go. Timely. Topical. <laughs> well, it's, really? Bozo dub- it's Bozo dubbed over. It's Bozo- and now we're literally just taking from other things that <laughs> it's exist. It's Bozo dub. He's doing the dub. Bozo is. He's doing the dub. Man, I have. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to rewatch I Think You Should Leave. Oh, I do it at least once a month. So good. It's so yeah. good. You can watch it in a whole afternoon, too. It's so. It's just very good. So this is our call to action. Give people a wide berth and watch I Think You Should Leave. And get off that damn 5G. You don't know where it's been. Get off the damn 5G. You don't know where it's been. Drink a Corona. (laughs) Drink a Corona.
Vin Diesel tried to tell us. That's why you know why the the next Fast and Furious movie has been delayed to 2021 because why? it. Oh, sorry. Would you say why again? Why? Because in Fast and Furious, the Fast and the Furious, the very first movie, Vin Diesel utters a line during the house party scene. He says, you can have any drink you like as long as it's a Corona, because he knew Corona is a cure. Corona's been shut down. 5G's in Mexico right now shutting down Corona. What can we do? What can we do? Don't get on the 5G. Don't get on it. Don't get on it. Don't get on it. Don't get on it. Uh, I can't wait for 5G. My uh, my new viruses are going to download so fast. Yeah, no, the connection you get with the the, the new 5G, like it goes straight through your bloodstream and, and attacks nice is, the the firefighters can see right through smoke and then right through your body and read your RFID chips and decide whether or not they save you. Oh yeah, it's great. Like yeah, if you are marked essential by the government, which they're already in the process of doing. Uh, yeah, you get saved by the firefighters who can see that through their 5G connections. And uh, it, it's just it's going to make a safer world for all of us marked as essential. Yeah, we some of us are essential. Some of us aren't. And for those of us who aren't essential, I'm sorry to say you will be very dryly killed by a firefighter because and, and, being killed in a fire is the driest way to die. But here's the thing, like it's not going to come out of nowhere. There's not going to be a, no warning. Uh, the local police department is going to play the purge siren beforehand. Yes, they're going to play their purge siren. Uh, and then you will know that they have opened their cages and loosed the 5G firefighters onto the streets. And, and, and just so you know, like there's no reasoning with the 5G firefighters. They've been reprogrammed to seek and destroy any non-essentials. Yeah, no, it, they're no longer human. Yeah, they might they look like 5G the man. Yeah, they might look like your average volunteer firefighter with like the t-shirt and the big pants. Uh, but no, that axe will be going through you as dryly as possible. No, it's worth noting that there there is product placement happening and they w- are wearing Big Dogs t-shirts. Um, <laughs> Exclusively Big Dogs t-shirts and it says uh, things like I'm mad at you. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a picture of a dog holding a remote control and it says I'm a real control freak. Yeah, yeah, and it says uh, I hate you. Yes, it's a it's a sneering dog and uh there it says I will kill you because I can't kill myself. 5G more like five great. Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty popular one too. Oh man. We just tied it all together. Uh, here's one uh, that <laughs> oh says, God. if you tube MySpace, I'll Google your Yahoo. Okay. Cool. So that's, hey, uh, here's, a, here's another. Here's one right off the dome. Here's, here's, a, here's a big dog shirt. Are you ready? Yeah. If you TikTok... My, hold on. If you tick, hold on. If you TikTok my Instagram, I'll Pornhub your XTube. Wow! Wow! Okay. Uh, here's one. It's actually twenty seven percent off right now. Uh, I need a six month vacation twice a year. 
Oh, so it's like a whole year? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Uh, this one's full price at $17.99. What a fucking bargain. <laughs> it says, uh, at my age, I need glasses. And below that are two whiskey glasses uh, poured neatly. Like, you know, not, not all the way full. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like glasses of whiskey. Yeah. I I get it. Okay, so he, here's 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 a boomer humor one for sure. Uh I don't need Google. My wife knows everything. Okay, that's that's fine. That's that's fine. All of these shirts are draining my will to live. Well, here's several more. Uh let me go to the second page which surely is going to be worse than the first. Um Oh no. I might be getting older, but I refuse to grow up. But it's a dog behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I oh. am very confused. My head. Oh. Oh, this one's just mean. No, th- this one's good. Okay. Okay. Let's end this on a very uplifting, positive one. Okay. Uh huh. They stole this from the internet, put it on a shirt. It says, be the person your dog thinks you are. Aw. All right, so we'll leave big dogs on a positive note. Um, I guess occasionally someone who's not 60 years old gets to design a shirt. Yeah, instead someone who's 40 years old who reads the internet gets to put on a shirt and profit from it. Yeah, some one of those Facebook moms who always just post those weird cat pictures let me just be the first to say, let the big dogs eat. I, I John, again, I, I feel like that there's like a whole movement behind that. That uh, that I, I don't think you. I don't think you're the first one. Look, just support your local big dog. If you can buy like gift certificates in this difficult time, I'd recommend you do so. If your local big dog is open for takeout, I'd I'd maybe buy some takeout from your local big dog. Um, interesting, John. But I wouldn't get your big dog through like DoorDash because they take like thirty percent of the revenues away from the big dog. So uh, just you know, call the big dog directly, see what they're willing to deliver to you, and uh, big dog's gonna eat. Way down south in the rain and the heat, sure gets hot. You can fry an egg on the concrete. All the people on the city street they say, "Woo." Look at the big dog eat. Let the big dog eat. Is that like Walt Whitman? Call a doctor. Call a nurse. Don't know what it is, but I know it hurts. Call an ambulance. Call a cop. Call the number for the man of God. Let the big dog eat. Let the big dog eat. This is the most disturbing thing I've ever heard. Call the doctor. Call the nurse. Don't know what it is, but I know it hurts. Call an ambulance. Call a cop. Call the number for a man of God. Let the big dog eat. 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 And I guess that's the episode. <laughs> that is, those are the lyrics to Let the Big Dog Eat, a song by Albert Castigula. Oh, you mean it's not Let the Big Dog Eat by Phil Brickma? I don't know what that is. 
I just Googled let the big dog eat, and this is literally the only thing that comes up. I Googled let the big dog eat, and I just got the fill. And the lyrics are literally the same. We can't do this anymore. Yes, we can. So, (laughs) if you just stumbled on your own internet mystery and want us to know about it, you can do so in the following ways. Is that what you were ramping up to, John? I just want to let everybody know that Big Dog Sportswear does have a t-shirt that says, Let the Big Dog Eat, and it's just a picture of a big dog. Oh. It doesn't have, like, a hamburger in its hands? Uh, no, but it, it it's horrifying, because it's, like, pointing at you, but it's wearing sunglasses. It's oh. photorealistic. Oh, God. Please the send it to me. The shirt is also brown. You, you need to send it to me. I absolutely am doing so. So I can use it later. Or buy it. <laughs> um, but if you have your own things that you need to send us, you can do so in the following ways. Get at us on Twitter. We are ZCPCWHJ on Twitter.com. And uh, John knows what that stands for. That stands for... It's... Take care. The 5G has taken over John's brain. What a sad development. If you know your own 5G little things, uh, conspiracy theories that you want to share with us because they're longer than 280 characters, get at us on our email at zero credits. Wait. Incorrect. Email, email. email. Okay, it's starting over. Email at zero credits.net. Is that right? That's it. Email at zerocredits.net. I forgot that was a new address because this is the first week I'm giving it. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe it's been two weeks. Who cares? We're on Facebook, but Mark Zuckerberg wants us all to die. So why would we plug it? Uh, we're also on Spotify. You can find us by searching zero credit open parenthesis S close parenthesis on the podcast section of Spotify. A lot of you do that and that's great. Uh, we are also on Apple Podcasts, the old standby. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Track us down. We're there. We're always open. Leave a review. Leave one of those star ratings. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe, as the YouTubers say. And that will help us because then we'll be able to afford eh, stuff in the future. Just do it. Just leave a review. But the most important thing you can do right now is stay at home, socially distance in public. Let's 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 flatten the curb. Let's smile. Whoa. Let's stomp that curve. Let's curve stomp into the ground. But let people know about the podcast as safely as you can. Write a letter with gloves or just a text. Or just let people know word of the fingers because you can't speak to anybody unless it's a phone call with your mouth, I guess. Word of the mouth is the only way we can survive in these trying times. Let a person know. We all got a lot of time right now. We're all in quarantine. We're all self-isolating. We're all working from home. We need sound to fill the day. Let people know we're a podcast. We do podcast stuff. There's never been a better time for podcasts. And... From everyone here at the Zero Credit Socially Distant Five Bedroom Four Bathroom 
One Cat Studios, we would like to wish you a happy week. You know, overall, I feel like... uh... What the fuck is this? What what is this? John, what is this? What the fuck? Oh, what's that from? What is it from? It's just a video called Let the Big Dog Eat. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Let the Big Dog Eat. I just wanted to say, I feel like Bean did a pretty okay job after being let in the room. Yeah, she was trying to knock down one of my girlfriend's paintings, but now she's sleepy. Okay. Let's let her sleep, and we'll just say a good, cold-hearted goodbye. Goodbye.